episode three of your House Our Rules Sports. Uh, we just got done with the NFL, um, doing our predictions, you know, our thoughts on last week, and then us being Bengals fans, we got done with like a 25, 30-minute talk about last week and going into this week. So um, we do have another special thing. We want to incorporate esports. Your has always been a, a, a forum that we can talk about gaming. Joined by Stolzy, who as well as Shad have been on a couple of our gaming episodes just doing that. Um, talked a lot about Optic Gaming, and some, some big news came out today that our boy Optic Scump is retiring from the CDL and competitive Call of Duty. And, Mid-season. Uh, yeah, mid-season, there was, there was a lot of discussion about what was going to happen. Um, they, they said that it was going to be his last year. You know, they didn't perform as well in the first major as they wanted to. Decided to drop Dashy. Uh, brought in Huke. There was a lot of, uh, you know, roster mania things going on. People trying to buy out contracts and stuff. Didn't end up working out. They ended up picking up Huke. Um, now it's like, what, a week later, and uh, Scump decides to step down, and they're, they're bringing Dashy back into the fold. So, I mean, you know, this is a big day. We were texting about before, and I texted you. I was like, <clears throat> this is the end of an era, man. Like, this this is the last of our era of Call of Duty players that, that is there. I mean, and it's... It's how just long. Clayster. Yeah, I mean, and even Clayster didn't play on a team last year, did he? He got, like... Not in the CDL. Like he, got dropped, he got dropped, like, three-quarters, yeah. half-quarters of the way through Vanguard. Yeah, and I was talking a little bit more about, um, you know, Optic era uh optic because you know i started with like d treats and hex and um parasite and predator and nade shit shot. like that uh and nade shot was one although i was never a huge fan of nade shot to be honest with you but then you start moving into like you know the big timers and uh stuff formal came in who's in halo now um karma who came and went embos has got, came and kind of went so the a whole slew of professional call of duty players and personalities that have come and gone and the last one remaining is scump and he released a video that he retired today. So, I mean, well, what do you got to say about it, man? Fucking, I, I legitimately cried watching that video. I, I have no shame saying it. No, yeah, I, I did too. Like, I don't know if there's going to be another athlete or anything that's going to hit me like this unless, like, until Joe Burrow retires. Yeah. Like, that's, like, this, like, this dude is my Call of Duty idol. Like, he's the best Call of Duty player to ever touch the sticks. I don't care what anybody says. He has one ring. Yeah, Great. you're not telling me any fucking difference. He's been hands down the most consistent player for ten plus years mm-hmm. over multiple titles and with through multiple different teams, different teammates. He's played different styles in the game. He's ran OBJ. He's he's been a flex. This year he was running straight up AR. Mm-hmm. Like they had, like they had him at the at the very end. They took his dead silence away because I mean, and obviously it is the correct move to give uh, Huke and Shotzi dead silence yeah that's the right play but the thing is when you're a dead silence player for as long as you've been a dead silence player and especially in the last three titles where you have modern warfare 2019 vanguard and this game where all three of them have dead silence as a as like a specialist so Mm -hmm. you have to pop it when you've been running dead silence like that competitively for like two two and a half years straight and all of a sudden you got to pop over to trophy system yeah it is so hard to remember a to use your trophy system, especially when it gets yeah. mixy, but B to use it in the right spots. Cause like getting yeah. out of the muscle memory of throwing your trophy when you're thinking you're popping daddy mm-hmm. and then your trophy's useless. And, and we're also talk- straight up said that he's bad at bad with the trophy. Yeah. And we're also talking about a league that is, you know, it's a franchised league and it's way more competitive than the Call of Duties that we know. That's why Ireland's a lot of ever been. that's why a lot of the older guys that we, we grew up with are, are starting to drop out and stuff like that. So yeah. um 
Yeah. And that's that's why just last year you didn't see until the very last two events you didn't see a repeat champion. Yeah. Every like every org was winning like dude, Seattle came in and won they won with a sub. Mm-hmm. Like straight up. Yeah. So it's like it's whoever it's literally whoever is playing better for that weekend. Yeah. That's all it comes down to. That's it's, it's no different to the NFL where anybody can beat anybody on any given day. Right. Right. Yeah. No. And I mean, like, a lot of that subliners won the first event. Who saw that? Exactly. They were uh, terrible in scrims uh, leading up to and it. And like, it's it's one of those things too where you're talking about like, there's people out there who on a, a level like you're talking about comparing it with the NFL, which is a very um, uh, close competitive is the word I'm looking for a competitive league. Right. When you're talking about that, there's only like let, let's just use this this analogy for it. There's only like 50% of the population that is even going to have the size. I'm just making that up. It's even going to have the size to play that. And then you got to go hit the other criteria to go down and down like that. When it comes to video games, there's a lot bigger pool to pick from. So that makes it even more competitive, especially when there's only like about a third of the teams uh, that the, the NFL has in the CDL and that'll probably right. expand and it might, it might grow depending on how they fucking look at things. But, you know, I, I mean, as, as sad as it is to see Scump going, uh, it is that new era and there are new things coming and looking at the CDL right now, it is kind of in fucking shambles. Um, so it's not an all too bad time to, to get out. I mean, I, Man, when you were we were watching it the other day, uh, looking at their first event where I think all this kind of started when they placed poorly or whatever, they were doing pool play, and it was like, what, what, can you even explain to me how the two win two loss thing works in fucking pool play? You have I can't. you have no idea how it works. I have no uh, idea. All I know is they played like, the mutineers, I, 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 they won, they fucking they played ultra lost, they played the mutineers again in pool play, and then they lost that one. Now they're out of the fucking tournament, finished like what twelfth or something like that. My only, the only thing I can think of is, so did the Mutineers lose after they played Optic before they played Optic the second time? Uh, no, I, I, I have no clue. I See, like the know. only thing I can think of is if they treated each pool as if a, as if it was like a mini tournament. Yeah. And two and out. You go two and zero, oh, you make it out. You go zero oh and two. You know what I mean? First one to not have two losses. Um, that would make sense to me. Other than that, it would just have to be round robin, where it's like you play everybody twice, and then you go based off map count. And I could, I don't know. I could see. I don't know, man. But my thing is, like, if it's if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Pool play has worked for hundreds of years across many, many sports that have team oriented games. Soccer's been using it in the World Cup for fucking ever. Why do we need to fucking introduce? Yeah. Why do we need to introduce all this new bullshit? into the game. And I mean, that probably had a lot to do with, you know, Scum's decision to to step back from things. When it comes down to it, he's an older player. His reaction times aren't as good. The league's changing. It's starting to come to all these fucking bullshit-ass times. I know he wants to play, but when we, us following Optic, you get the sense at the end of it that, like, the dude's just done with all the bullshit in Call of Duty. It, Mainly just the game. Yeah, that's yeah. all it is. It's the game. The game's just not there competitively. Yeah. And if the game was there competitively... Like he wouldn't even have like questions of retiring. I I don't think. Yeah. Like he dropped the one. He was he in the in the weekend uh, event that just happened. He dropped the one point two two. Like yeah. literally his last his good. last map. He's still got his it. last. Yeah, his last map. He literally his last clip ever as a pro was a quad feed against Boston Breach. Yeah, and we've we've heard <laughs> and it was clean. I've heard Hex say it a couple times in the past couple of weeks on like the podcast and stuff like that. He's like the kid still got it. He still wants to play. It's just the game it, sucks. The, the game sucks, and like he can't deal with the bullshit anymore. And you know, 
Now we're talking about him having a fucking, like, not him. I'm not going to put it all on him. But, like, they have this team. They decide to stick together. All of a sudden, they don't play as well. They decide to get rid of Dashy. And he said on screen, I've seen the clip a thousand times. He's like, do you guys really think that I want to deal with this in my last year of Call of Duty? Having to do more roster fucking changes and then do that? Because even if you do bring Hugh in, then you have this whole fucking level uh, learning curve that you have to learn in order to get to a fucking a point where you can win in a league as competitive as this. It... At the end of the day, it does make sense for him to step down. And, you know, he said in the video, too, he was like, he's like, God damn it. Um, he says, Dashie, I'm following or I'm following so you can rise up. And yeah. it's it, it's so true. And like that just goes down to the like brotherhood that Optic has. I mean, he's been with us for years, man. I, the dude, the dude did a fucking real, real player oriented thing, stepping down so that they could have a better team, a better team orientation. And, you know. Fucking the dudes, the dudes a class act, man. A fucking the optic and scump, like, uh, dude. I, I was telling you before, like this retirement. Scump built optic just as much as Hex did. J just as well. I mean, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll definitely like, agree with scump that. Scump was the content machine. Like him and Nate. Well, him and Nate. Well, that's. I'm not going to take anything away from Nate. No, I'm not either. Even though he's doing his thing with LA, but all of them agree that like he's he's one of those guys. Hex was the yeah. one who started, and I mean, like. The first video I ever saw of them was uh, Dietrich's scrapyard dropping a nuke in Modern Warfare 2. And I know Hex was doing it in Call of Duty 4 and fucking Call of Duty 2 before that. Hey, bro, I remember watching Dietrich's tryout on Hex's channel when he 1v1'd yeah. on shipment. Yeah. Like, I remember it, watching it. Dude, it, it, it's so crazy to look back at that. And, you know, we're looking at that era. That's when I discovered Optic. That's when I discovered Quickscoping. Modern Warfare 2 was when I was really starting to get into video really games. It's when I yeah. first started doing competitive video games. And, man, like, I was, I was 15, 16 years old at the time. And, like, that was when I started moving into a point in my life where, like, I started fucking closing myself off. I was playing video games for, by myself. And fucking it led to some serious, serious issues that I had, man. And fucking I was depressed and shit. And, you know, as things are going through, I start discovering the optic and they start growing. And then all of a sudden they're doing the COD team. They're doing the 60-50 thing. And, like, these guys genuinely helped me get out of a very, very dark point in my life, man. And, like, I, there's, I have nothing but gratitude for them and all their people. And, like, I wish Scump and all the other guys that are in Optic the best of luck moving forward with their, their organization, man. I know they're going to fucking kill it and continue to kill it. But, I mean, like, just fucking the, the amount of gratitude I have towards King Scump, man, is absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, I... I tweeted at him today and I was like, he, and with his thank you for everything video. And I said, no, seriously, thank you. Like you've done more for me than you could ever possibly ever, know. Ever. Like, yeah. And like, I'll say like optic changed my life. Yeah. Like straight up. Like it got me into this gaming thing. Like yeah. I'm into this gaming thing. Like I'm into this gaming thing, arguably more than I'm into sports. Yeah. Like, I mean, me being an, me being an athlete took a back seat because of gaming. Dude, you were talking about Straight it. Up. I think at the beginning or before you were like, you know, it was at the beginning of this. You're like, I'm not gonna feel this way about someone retiring until Joe Burrow retires. And like, yeah. we've been Cincinnati Bengals fans forever. Like Corey Dillon, uh, Chad Johnson, T.J. Hushmanzada, like some of these names. Are, and I'm talking like UK or whatever. We can talk about the Jody Meeks and fucking uh, the the Rajon Rondos and stuff. These are all guys that I saw growing up, but there was not a consistency 
that I had, like I've had with Optic and 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 right. Scump and shit like that. I've been watching these guys for over a decade now, and like the green wall, brick by brick, I will still fucking be there building this fucking wall with them, bro. To, to the day I die, I still and watch I'll, the videos. And, all and the time. I will run through. I'll run through it uh, when Hex tells me to. Yeah, exactly, bro. You know what I mean? I'll exactly. build it and I'll run through it. Yeah, I don't man. care. Like I follow Hex. Yeah, I and I still will. There hasn't been there hasn't been one time since I've discovered Optic that I've stopped watching them. I mean, the the I can't say that about every other team. Sometimes sports just get a little bit boring. But like outside of that, even if I'm not watching the competitive side of things in uh, Call of Duty because like the competitive sucks, I'm watching Warzone because there there's that. And then, you know, I'm watching Hex's vlogs. I love Hex's vlogs, man. Fucking, like, like I, I love watching their podcast. They've got all this content and shit, and I love every single bit of it. And it's just... I, and, it's, and it's like a, it's a still a, it's still a professional organization where it's like the Bengals or it's like the Reds, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's still something to follow. And the insight to the organization that Optic gives you is the most transparency that you're going to get out of any other organization mm -hmm. that you could possibly follow. Right. Like, they literally... They took you inside dropping Dashy. Yeah. Like, and I know Dashy's yeah. got conflicting things, and I actually want to touch on that. Like, what what Scump said to Dashy, like, I'm falling down so you can rise up. What it told me is Dashy really was the problem the whole time. Mm -hmm. um, and I don't think it was, it's obvious, like they said straight up, it's not a skill issue. Um, I think personally, like just based off of what I've seen, I've never met Dashy. I've never talked to Dashy, but it just seems like it's an attitude thing for him. Mm -hmm. Like it for just sure. seems like he's checked out sometimes. Yeah. Like, and, and, it's... and I, a lot of it is Ray's fault. Yeah. I think Ray's low key, like toxic as fuck. Like almost at the best, like Ray was telling Shotzi how to play, like how he should play. And I'm with formal on this one. Who the fuck are you to tell Shotzi how to play? Yeah, that is Shotzi, bro. He's like, not. He's not playing in the game. And to be honest, Rambo with you, never, like, I Rambo love, never played the style of game. Uh, right. That, I love Rambo I, Ray. Man, he's he came up when Rambo I, grabbed flags. He was coming up when like I, before like I even knew what Scumpy was. Like I knew who Rambo Ray right. was before I knew fucking Scump. But at the same time, he hasn't competed in a game since what fucking Black, Black Ops, Ops 2? Two. Yeah. And that's been like a, a decade now. Yeah, yeah, 2013. Yeah, and I mean, I understand that you're into coach, but your job as a coach is to fucking orient your team. Fucking make sure your guys are gelling well together, not tell people how to play the fucking game. A COD coach literally sets up scrims and tells you, like, the other team's break-offs. Yeah. Which, at the end of the day, as a Call of Duty player, you can do that by yourself. Yeah. They did it for years. <laughs> like, it's already yeah. been done. It just takes a little bit of pressure off of the players where all they got to worry about is pointing and shooting. Yeah. And I don't. So it's like, that's fine, but you can't tell people how yeah. to play. And I don't want to point. Especially in a mixy game. I don't want to point fingers at anybody and fucking try to bring people down. I think that a lot of that comes out of frustration because, you know, we got the announcement that fucking Skump was supposed to play his last season. And I still want to see Scump play his last season. I don't care about winning fucking games. I don't care about fucking Dashy getting back. I don't care about the fucking team orientation. I want to see my guy fucking finish his last fucking year of Call of Duty. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen, and we need to move on and stuff like that. But uh, it, it, it's frustrating to watch. Um, 
all I can really say on that, man, is just the best of luck with the team because we're always going to be fucking Greenwall. It doesn't matter oh. what happens. I always got Hex's back. I will always fucking support them. And, you know, just not because forever. Scum's not playing anymore, man, doesn't mean that he's not going to be a part of that organization. We're still going to see a lot of them. It's just it's a sad day for people like us because we've been watching it. We grew up with it, and it's the end of an era and hopefully the beginning of an era that might even be better than that one. So Yeah, and just to clarify, like, we're both late 20s. Like, yeah. we grew we're the same age as scump so it's like i'm a year older yeah and so it's like we literally grew up the same time like we were doing the same thing that same Scump era. was doing same generation just, same thing himself like you you got home from school you went to youtube.com slash scump mm -hmm. and you watched live commentary it's just what you did dude like it was everything it's what you waited on yeah. man like yeah. You would sit there and nade shot stream until Scump got on, yeah. and then you would it, the scumps. And it, it, like, it feels like we've done the whole thing with them. And, you know, props to them for the amount of content. They always talk about the grind that they were doing, like, back in the Black Ops 60-50 eras or whatever. We were there watching all of that with them. Like, bro, I remember fucking, I remember watching the Black Ops 3, which was outside of Modern Warfare 2, which he didn't compete with Optic in. Uh, I was like, outside of that, that was my favorite Call of Duty title. And like, I was invested. Like he was dropping 40 bombs. I was invested yeah. in that entire year of CDL. That entire year. And to watch them lose to Aches again was heartbreaking. Fucking that year in Champs. And then to come back and, yeah, and, and win it in Infinite, like, it, 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 it was something special, man. It's just, yeah. there's just a lot going on. A lot of emotions, man. I, I, I think that we can end it here. Um, fuck, man. I know, man. The, it's 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 just so tough. Like, the, like I I know it keeps going back to Joe Burrow, but like I'll say Tom Brady. Like, say say next year Tom Brady's like this is one thousand and ten percent my last year. Yeah. He goes out there, and you know this is we're one major into the CDL season. Mm -hmm. We're a major in some online shit into the season. Like this is like Tom Brady goes out there week four tears his acl that's his career and you're just like bro what yeah like that's how this is gonna end yeah it like, sucks come on. like it, like i like you're mentally prepared for the end because you were prepared like you were told to prepare for it uh -huh. but you're not you're not ready for the train to just completely derail yeah on the way to the end yeah you know what i mean like that's I, that's that's what sticks out to me the most is like you know scump didn't want it to end like this we didn't want it to end like this. Nobody does. Uh, like, not a single person in the CDL wanted it to end no, like this. No, I don't think Hex and the upper management of Optic wanted it to end like this, but it's it's what happens, man. Um, yeah. You know, once you start getting, once you start getting business involved in, in this level of things, it's it just is what it is. Um, I, I guess we're just going to end it here. Best of luck to everybody in Optic. Best of luck to Scott moving forever. forward. You're the GOAT, man. I just want you to know that fucking if you do watch this, you have done so much for me and my friend Stolzy here. And you always have the support of the people at your house, our rules. Brick by brick, we're going to keep building this wall here and there. I love y'all. This has been Your House, Our Rules. Peace. Dream wall, baby. <laughs>